O oh, gracious Lord, we come to you with our grateful hearts for all you have done for us. We thank you for the words that you prepare through my mouth. Lord, please guide my lips and tongues so that I can deliver what you want us to hear and to do. Thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Good morning. Good morning. As we come together this Memorial Day weekend, I want to deliver a message titled, Remember. On this occasion, we are called upon to remember those who have died in military service of their country and honor their sacrifice and perpetuate the memory of those who were willing to give their lives so that we might live free. As you know, Memorial Day originally honored only those who lost their lives while fighting in the Civil War. But later, those who, had, those who died in all wars, such as World War II, Vietnam War, and the Korean War, and wars in Iraq and Afghanistan had been added. Since 9-11, there have been more mentions of those who have died in the line of duty in emergency, such as fire, police, rescue, and medical personnel. We have been adding more names to honor for Memorial Day because this is the day of remembrance of our heroes who sacrifices their lives in their service for this country. So we should remember them and we should remember what they have done for their country because without them, the America that we know and the America that we live in right now wouldn't be the same as it is today. While researching about Memorial Day, I found a survey conducted by Wang Paul on behalf of the University of Phoenix. He says that sadly, many Americans less than 50% do not know the meaning of Memorial Day. They do not know what the day is for. They do not know what they should commemorate or remember on that day. But instead, many people appreciate Memorial Day simply because it gives an extra day off. It is sad, but it is our reality. During the Lent in the small group meeting, all members who joined with me in the small group, uh, we agree that we are humans who can easily forget things. Even important things like the blessings 
that our Lord has granted us. When something bad happens in our lives, when we tend to forget, then we tend to forget about the things. And when our lives are busy, and when we only have time to pay attention to the things that we are immediately in front of us, we easily forget about things that we think it is not important to us or it is not related to us. But let me tell you, there is something that we should not forget. The first thing we should not forget is our identity that tells us who we are. The second thing we should not forget is our history, the memory of a society that we belong to. With no common remembered past, a society has no common sense of purpose, direction, moral orientation, belonging, and being. And it is so true in the Bible. Throughout the scripture, it tells us the importance of remembrance. Because remembering who we are and what God has done to our faith ancestors and to us becomes the foundation of our faith. If we fail to remember, that significantly brings about a spiritual danger and result in a failure of faith because forgetfulness erodes the foundation of our relationship with God. A quick scanning of the biblical documents makes apparent the importance that is placed upon remembering. Throughout the Bible, we find references to monuments, memorial feasts, and ritually repeated stories, all of which serve to reinforce why we should remember. Today, we read uh, two examples of this practice. The first one from Old Testament, Joshua chapter 4, verse 1 through 9, this story stands as one example of this practice. This text tells us the story of the Israelites long awaited entry into the promised land after 40 years of wilderness wandering. Joshua was the succeeded leader after Moses. In the text, he was about to enter the promised land with his people, who were the second generation of the Israelites who came out of the Egypt. This means that these folks who were about to enter the promised land did not experience the plagues of Egypt. 
and the dramatic salvation event by parting the Red Sea. So as a reminder, our God provided a similar miracle event for these folks. When the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant began to place their feet in the, in the water of the Jordan, the Bible says, the water ceased flowing and the people crossed over the, on the dry ground. Just as their grandparents and their parents had when they escaped the Egyptians. Then they all finished passing over the Jordan and God asked them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan and build a simple monument with the stones to commemorate the wondrous event. At verse 6 and 7, God commands them to tell the story to their children and the next generations about these stones. How God saved their ancestors from Egypt and how God gave them this promised land so that their next generation know who they are and whom they belong to and what cost their ancestor had to pay for the promised land. In the New Testament, Jesus himself becomes an example of this practice of remembrance. By sharing the bread and the cup with the disciples at the upper room on the night that he was betrayed and he was arrested by the Roman soldiers. And Jesus wanted us and all Christ followers to do this practice as many as possible so that we can remember who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us and so that we can receive grace through Holy Communion. Yet, in today's scripture lesson from 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul heard that in the church of Corinth, there were some folks who were abusing the Lord's Supper. They forgot about the meaning of the Lord's Supper, and then they forgot why they celebrated Lord's Supper. By the way, the early church, the format, uh, the format of Holy Communion was different from what we do today. As you see the photo, uh, this is the, uh, the one of the Ollie's painting. So people, uh, the, in the Ollie church, people gather in a small house for worship. And after worship, they, um, partake, they share the love feast together. They have a meal together. That was their Holy Communion. But as you heard from the foolish Corinthians, some folks in the church of Corinth used this opportunity 
to fill their stomachs only, without thinking of others who might go hungry because of them, without thinking of teaching that Jesus gave us through the communion. So in verse 23 to uh, 26, Paul reminds them again in his letter the original meaning of the Lord's Supper and what Jesus said and taught on the night when he shared the bread and the cup with his disciples. So let me uh, read the scripture for you. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he gave thanks. He broke it and said, this is my body. That is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and said, this cup is a new covenant in my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So we do celebrate the Lord's Supper, another name is Holy Communion, in remembrance of me. I'm sorry, not me, but Jesus Christ. Remembering who Jesus is. Remembering his love. And remembering his sacrifice and what Jesus has done for us. If the, if the meaning and the story of the Holy Communion is absence from this practice, the elements that we take every first Sunday have no meaning and we may be lost. This is because this holy practice by partaking the bread and the cup tells who we are, what we believe in, and what we hope for. So church, I strongly encourage you to remember what we celebrate for. Let's remember who we are. Let's remember what we believe in. Let's remember why we come together to the worship and mission and the ministry. As I mentioned earlier, the first memory day was celebrated to honor only those who lost their lives while fighting in the Civil War. As you know, the issue of slavery was one of the issues that divided this nation into two, North and South. It was a brutal war that we do not want to repeat. But I think it had to happen in order to give freedom to our African brothers and sisters. Because I believe to enslave someone is not comparable with the Gospels 
love your God and love your neighbors. And I know that our God is love and our God sent his only son to us in order to set us free. So church, as we celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow, let us not forget those who passed in their service for this country and for freedom of others and what they had to sacrifice for. And let us not forget to tell this story to our children and our grandchildren so that they know who they are and where they, where they belong to and what their ancestor had done for this country. This is because the heroes who died in their service are our ancestors and they are the past that we share and we belong to their stories. Let us pray. Our Lord, we thank you for being an example of the practice of remembrance. Thank you for teaching us and our ancestors the ways to commemorate you and people, to celebrate what you and our ancestors have done for us. We know that it is important for us to remember because remembering something tells who we are, what we belong, what we believe. But Lord, we confess that we can easily forget some things, even important things, because that is who we are. As we celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow, Lord, help us to remember those who passed in their service for this country and for the freedom of others. Help us to remember your love, your sacrifice, whenever we celebrate the Holy Communion as one. By doing so, we won't forget who we are, how much you mean to us, where we stand for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.